Average weight loss 15.4 pounds in first two months. For guarantee, cancel within first 14 days. Discount with two months of auto delivery. Food charge and shipped every four weeks. Call or see website for details. Do you want to lose 18 pounds fast and improve your health? Now you can lose up to 18 pounds in your first two months with Nutrisystem. Get delicious breakfasts, lunches, dinners, even snacks and shakes delivered safely to your door. All delivered for free. It's easy to follow, and you'll see results in your first week. Just text BODY to 323232. You'll get your favorite foods made healthier and perfectly balanced to put your body in fat-burning mode. Text BODY to 323232 right now and get 50% off a month of meals and shakes. That's right, 50% off a month of meals and 50% off a month of shakes with probiotics to help support your immune system. Just text BODY to 323232 right now. There's even a money-back guarantee. Millions of people have lost weight with Nutrisystem, and you can too. Lose up to 18 pounds in your first two months. Just text BODY to 323232. That's B-O-D-Y to 323232. Texting privacy policy and terms and conditions posted at textplan.us. Texting enrolls for recurring automated text marketing messages. Message and data rates may apply. Reply stop to opt out. In a world full of mundane podcasts, one show rises from the ashes. Critics are calling it outrageous. Podcasts as we know it will never be the same again. Tonight, prepare for an epic journey where every step could be your last. The destination, a place where no maps can show. The mission, to rise above the rest. The danger, unimaginable. The reward? A shit ton of weed and laughs. It's going to blow your mind. This is To Be Blood. So sit back, turn up the volume, grab your weed, get ready to light those bloods. Ten, nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. Michael Jordan, that 2-3 in studio, we got the Scott. That's right, baby. I am glad to be back. We got Frank Knox. Ha ha, yes, sir. And of course, your host, the P to the double EZ, and we are back. And I love it. We took a little holiday hiatus. Me and Frank did the smoke session on Thanksgiving. That's right. 
I said said we've been on vacation, but we are back. Episode 23. I mean, it's unbelievable. Unbelievable. I mean, we've got so much to talk about. It's been so long since we've been together. You know, it's we're, been a while. Uh, it's been a while. <laughs> <laughs> Christmas spirit's picking up here at Tubi Blood. That's right. The world is full of joy. That's it. Lights we're everywhere. A couple weeks out of the year, we get happy people in the world for once. That's right. It's snowing, baby. It's snowing. It's picking up. We got a new segment debuting tonight. Can't wait to get into it. The format switching up. We're making it better for you guys listening. And it's going to be a huge show. If you're tuning in on the Facebook, thank you. If you're tuning in online, watching us on Spreaker, Apple Podcasts, whatever might be, make sure you subscribe and review the podcast because that is how we get paid, baby. Woo! Give us that money. That's right. Money. Money. Time to get some yeah, checks yeah. cut. <laughs> that, that, ch- ch- you cutting the chops, bro? It's time to cut some checks. Oh, you want to cut the checks? You're trying to cut the chops. Oh, no. I was we'll like, chop chops. Scott. Maybe we can chop Scott later if he fucks up and stump the Scott again. Oh, jeez. Uh-oh. <laughs> there's got to be like a, you know, there's got to be a penalty if he fucks up. You're saying there's got to be some kind of repercussions. Yeah, he can't just come and limp and bat 500 with no repercussions. <laughs> okay, so what's the reward then? I got to get something on the other end of the this. The reward is we don't make fun of you every week. <laughs> yeah, the reward is we praise you, you know? You get the praise, bro, you know? I mean, how can you go wrong? You know, you came in here. You started off on a streak of losing, right? We came in, we hyped your ass up as the smartest mark in the world. You know? If you smell the Scott is cooking. Yeah, it was fucking ass for for five weeks, six weeks. It was a lot of hype to live up to. But now, now Scott's been on a roll. Yeah, I've been hitting the books, you know. He's been hitting the books, he's training, he's getting the brain right. And it's going to be... It's time for redemption. You know, last week or last show, I should say. I mean, you came out on top in the he was past on fire. few. He was on fire. Past two weeks. Past two shows. He right. stepped it up. But, He's been going nuts. But before that, the first five weeks was eh. Eh? You think so? Well, whatever. I'm just going to get that dunce cap like I talked about in the group. I thought we were going to do that already. Yeah, what happened it. to I'm that dunce cap? dunce cap, and when he loses, he wears it for the whole night. We had a whole and... thing planned out. It was this guy's idea, and we never even got the cap. I know. No, we got to get hats for next week. Maybe a little Maybe, maybe for Christmas, yeah. I could see Scott in the Elfier gimmick. But I will say, I'm definitely better at wrestling trivia than the wrestlers themselves, if anybody watched WWE backstage the other night. I didn't know. Why did you tell us what happened, Scott? <laughs> if anyone watched WWE, yes, yeah, <laughs> yeah. only you. Only people. Only reason people watch that anymore is because of Phil Brooks. Yeah, true. You know. Yeah, man, he doesn't know anything about wrestling either. What do you think, Scott? Tell us what happened on the on backstage. Oh well, he just they were just doing uh, like easy trivia questions, like who beat Hulk Hogan at WrestleMania six, and yeah, uh, I think two out of three of them got no. Actually, only Paige got that one right. I think Corbin and Punk were the other ones in there, and, and they both had the wrong answer. That was it? Uh, they did a couple other ones. They had a Bob <laughs> Backlund question in there that nobody got. And at, at the end of the day, they all they all lost. They all had $0 at the end of the, the segment. So they were playing for money? or Apparently they were. Oh, it was probably gimmick money. Booker T had a briefcase like he was on Deal or No gimmick Deal money. or some wow. shit. And, uh, it's got to be the gimmick money. I guess, yeah. <laughs> but they all they all they all left with nothing. So I don't think anybody watches that show except for the Scott. I might be the only one. Frank, do you watch WWE backstage? Do you even know when WWE backstage is on? I've watched it once because it was on after like an ALCS game on Fox Sports One. And you watched it live? 
Um, I watched it in the background with su- oh. with closed captioning at the owl shop. In New Haven. <laughs> <laughs> Can you please turn on the closed captioning? <laughs> it was already on. Otherwise, I wouldn't even looked at it. But because it was on, I watched it. Uh, I mean, that makes sense. That makes sense. I mean, if you're going to be out the bar, you might as well watch WWE backstage, I guess, if you know if that's what you're into. But before we go any further, because we're, we're getting off track already. I know, I know. That's why we hit it. I can't believe we it. got this far already without doing what we do best. And that's my favorite part of the show. The lighting of the plot. Let's go. So now I ask you guys, are you ready? I'm ready, man. I said, are you ready? I'm ready, peasy. <laughs> then, for the three of us in this podcast studio, and the hundreds listening at home, or streaming live on the Facebook. Ooh, let's get ready to smoke it. Tell a Frank. And if you're not down with that, we got two words for you. Smoke it. <laughs> yes, sir. That's right, baby. We're back. We're back. This is makes it official. It's like ringing the bell. <laughs> That's it. We're kicking things off. We're not kicking out of two. We're going all the way to three. We're going home. We're doing the finish. And I'm just lighting the king palm up. No some bitches should be sponsoring us at this point. You can tell me what to do. Ha <laughs> ha. You know who you're talking to, you son of a bitch. Feels like it's been too long since I've seen it's you like that, Beezy. the double E-Z-Y. <laughs> because I gotta. <laughs> Let's get into our strain of the week. What we have here is Sunday Driver. And I'm not talking like the churchgoers on Sunday morning. All right? Not those kind of Sundays. I'm talking everyone's favorite ice cream Sunday. Ooh. Sunday Driver. The genetics... And coincidental, this is going to tie in with Scott's beer. Is a fruity pebble OG crossed with grape pie? The fuck is grape pie? I've never had a grape pie in my life. I've yeah, had neither an apple I. pie. I've had a banana cream pie. Pumpkin I've pie. Had pumpkin pie. Ricotta pie. Blueberry <laughs> pie. Strawberry rhubarb. That's pie, right. Sweet potato pie. Ah. But never a grape pie. What? Sounds kind of weird. Actually, pecan. Pie. What? <laughs> That's right. That's right. Sunday Driver is an evenly balanced hybrid. 50, 50, fuck, I listen, 50, 50 indica in sativa, which is what I like. Nice hybrid, you know? It's light green buds with a hint of purple come drenched in trichomes. As you've seen, Frank. Yeah, they're drenched. They're drenched, Scott. They're drenched wow. in they're the trichomes. They're drenched in the trichomes. You know, it's a mellow and calming high, so hopefully this takes us through the show. Maybe we should be doing sativas. I don't know. Last time I did a sativa, I had a full blown panic attack. So maybe that's not the best idea. No, it's not. Let's you know, let's not go that far. Let's stick with the hybrids for now, man. I don't think you're ready. I don't think I'm ready either. But for you, Frank, I present you the blood, Scott. You got for uh, you, Scott. Obviously, we all know Scott's the beer guy. You know, that's he, right. He, he, has, he doesn't smoke. He's not. He's not to be blunted. Right. But he is our resident beer expert. Scott, what are you drinking this week? So today I'm drinking what's called a mixed berry crunchy. It's out of <laughs> other half brewing in Brooklyn, Connecticut. It is, I'm just going to read the can right here. It's an Imperial Granola Berliner Weiss with blueberries, raspberries, blackberries, boysenberries, toasted coconut, vanilla, maple syrup, cinnamon, almonds, and milk sugar. 
7.4%. Poison berries. Bruh. I'm sorry, but the, whoever created that beer had to have been high as fuck. <laughs> There's no fucking way that you had a beer with that many ingredients that you just fucking came out without the, you know, off the whip. You know? It's a lot of berries. I know. Like, I'm just going to throw a little bit it's, of this. Well, it's called a little bit of that. It's called mixed berry. They mixed a lot of berries we'll do in the there. salt shake. And if you're, uh, if you're watching on Facebook Live, take a look at that color. I mean, take a look at that. It's uh, like almost like a purple. Looks like you're drinking lead, Scott. <laughs> Scott's right? got that double cup. Got double. double cup of that drink. Watch out, double. Scott. That lead will get you. Honestly, I feel like it tastes like liquid Captain Crunch berries. I wouldn't go that far. It's got a hint of it, but you gave, <clears> you gave me a taste. But super smooth, no bite, delicious. How's the, fright? How's the uh, Facebook looking, Frank? We got, we got people commenting? We got, is it popping off or what? We got just uh, High Voltage Omar just saying, get it. You know, <laughs> that's what we're doing. We're HBO, it. shout out High Voltage Omar. You know? We're going to get on this blunt. <laughs> you keep getting those titles, man. And, you know, we'll see you soon at the 2B Blunt Podcast. That's right. The Forever Champion. That's right. Omar. You know? The HBO. We got a lot of people tuning in right now, which is nice to see. We got, uh, like, it's, I haven't seen you guys in so fucking long. Since fucking, I haven't seen fucking Frank basically since, well, actually, me and Frank went out the other yeah, week. We went, so I saw you Friday. We went to fucking Barcade, Scott. Oh, nice, dude. We went to Barcade. I have never really been to Barcade in my life. It was my first oh, time, too. So yeah. like, you've not been to any Barcade. I've never been. I've never uh, even I've, been. To, I, what do you mean? It's a franchise? Well, yeah, they have, they have like a couple, at least in the Northeast, they have a couple. Oh, okay. I know there's one I didn't in know that. I did me neither. I thought there was only just one. It was in, you know, New Haven, Connecticut. Yeah, I've no. been to all like the little gimmicks that popped up. Like, I think there was a blue, something called the Blue Turtle in the Buckland Hills Mall many years ago, which is, and then there's also obviously Dave and Buster's, but I've never been to Barcade, where it's all the throwback classic 80s. Yep. That's Early right. '90s arcade. Yeah, for me, it's the best of both worlds because they got delicious beers on tap. Well, so they did. They have a nice selection. I mean, if you're listening, you've never been to Barcade. It's basically like a nice. It's a dive bar that's filled with old school arcade games, pinball machines, old fucking Mario gimmicks, the old Ninja Turtle gimmicks, the old X Men gimmicks, Star Wars. If you love nostalgia, machines, NBA Jam Tournament Edition. Yeah, that's right. TD baby. Yeah, that's fucked up though. You know what I like about that game is that. You could only play a quarter. Yeah, each before you have to insert two yeah, more that's tokens. That's how it was. Each that's how it was back in the eighties and 90, I mean the nineties, man. It was you, you had to pay, keep putting in tokens. I don't remember. In, you didn't play a whole game through unless you had the money. That shit pissed me off, yo. <laughs> I'm not even gonna lie. Yeah, that's the worst part when you see ten seconds left to put in tokens and you're just like, oh god, scrambling for the change. Yeah, or you hit the buzzer beater and all of a sudden it's like insert coins. The fuck, I got to insert I coins. The, yeah, I know. I got you. You know, you could call it a moral victory at the end of the first quarter if you're up. But if you're down, you're digging in those. The pockets. first quarter is so short. What are they like? Two, three minute quarters. And then all like of a sudden, minutes, yeah. yeah, then all of a sudden you're beat. You're beat. But they had everything like I played pinball, like four different kinds of pinball. Did you play the Metallica pinball? My favorite. Yes. That's the best. <laughs> I didn't even know it existed <laughs> until I went to this place. And now. You're in there and it's fucking, it's playing all the Metallica songs and you know, I'm a big Metallica fan. Of course. You know, my match of the week was basically in the style of Metallica. So, shit. If you ask me, that was the best one. But they did. They had great beers on tap. They had a menu that looked fire. I didn't get to try anything. But there was some shit on there, like them short rib poutine. Yeah, they had a very Fuck. unique menu. Yeah. Um, the music was a D plus at best. But. At best. But they that, was my, only gripe. that was my only gripe was the music. 
It was just like the one genre that I don't listen to. Now, for a Friday night, though, New Haven, I'm guessing a lot of college kids there. Yes. It was overall, it wasn't like super packed, but it was filled. I'm guessing no. they, they probably check IDs hardcore there, as soon I guess. As, you huh? yeah. as soon as you walk in. Yeah. As soon as you walk in. I mean, and right in College Street, right? I yeah. think I want to say. No, yeah, it's so. on Orange. I don't know. It's uh, on Orange, which is off of College. That was part so one, though, Scott, good. right? All right. And then we decided we're going to go check out Stella Blues. I've, I've never heard. I don't it's know what mo- that is. It's New Haven's like known di- downtown New Haven's known dive bar. Right? Okay. Do they have karaoke? No. I got a I got a hand job in the back. I told everyone I walked in with. As soon as we walked in, even my girlfriend, I'm like, "What the fuck? Why did I say that?" Frank, Frank was <laughs> lit by the time we got to Stella air. Blues. Frank was lit. <laughs> Frank was almost lit when I got there. You know? Oh my god. He was when I walked in the barcade. This dude was fucking jamming out. He had the fucking straight drank on the rocks. But I had a wine flight at dinner. Playing NBA Jam when I walked in, it's cheesing left or right. Oh my god. <laughs> so we get the Stella Blues, element. right? So he's like, "We're already lit." Frank's talking about getting hand jobs in the back. <laughs> Bro, it was such a weird bar. So you walk in, and it smells of weed as soon as you step through the doors. That's not weird. And no, like, no. like good kind of weed, like what we got right here. Yeah. Or are we talking it like, like weed? Skunky, skunky. I don't know. Judging by the people in there, it could have been either one way or the other. Okay, you know. So they had this bad plan, and at the time, we, I at least, I had no clue what they were playing for music. I'd never heard of them. There was this dude like Santa Claus playing a guitar, ripping ripping solos. Killing it, dude. Bro. At ease. Like. But, and yeah, and they were playing all these jams. I had never heard the jams. I come to find out later on that it was like a Grateful Dead cover band. Okay. And they've right. been playing at Stella Blues forever. And it's like the New Haven Dead cover band. Scott, when I tell you these people were like, there was like a group of dudes in the front of the bar, right, where the band was playing. And they were doing these ridiculous dancing. They were deadheads. You know what I mean? Like, what kind of ridiculous? Bro, what I'm telling you, what I, this, this is what happened. So we're, right, so we're standing back there, right? I'm telling you right now, these fucking kids, were, they're doing the bounce, and they were doing the kick. So they're just, and they kick eventually, yeah. and they do that, and they kick, and they put their hands up like this. Did you guys record they, any of this? Bro, there was oh, one man. dude doing it. He turns around to the bar and starts playing the keyboard. There was no keyboard in the song. <laughs> he's just, he's jamming out. Right? And all the kids are just doing this. <laughs> you know, and I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Right? So then everybody's like, all right, we're going to go outside. I'm going to rip my vape, whatever. We go out in the back. You go through this back door in the bar, bro. And you go from this dive bar to this fucking like hip hop fucking room with the with leather like a, couches. The leather couches. Where a, I got the hand job. A pool table, <laughs> a pool table, a little bar. Like blue lights looking like it was a fucking like a 12 by 12 room that was a nightclub. <laughs> Interesting. Dude. I was, and they're playing like rap music in the back. And I was like, <laughs> it's like you walked into a whole new fucking place before like anything. And that's that's crazy, right? I mean, that was and that was just that was just night one. <laughs> they had they had ski ball. Did you say pool tables back there? I, I did say pool tables. They had ski ball too. Ski ball. Ski ball. Ski balls. That's kind of kind of different yeah. in the hip hop gimmick. This isn't even barcade. That's like a New Haven thing because they also have ski ball brother Jimmy's for no reason. They have ski ball brother Jimmy's. Yeah, is that another bar? It's like a real shitty barbecue place. That's a bar as well. Yeah. Um, mm, shit. I've only think I've seen ski ball at one bar. 
I went to like one of the bar rescue bars one time that they they did Ooh, on the show. Yo, which one? I love that shit. It was in. Uh, I love I love fucking bar rescue. Yo, John, John. Know, that's a great show. Uh, I think it was in Delaware. I want to say you don't even know, bro, dude. This was years ago, man. It's like six, seven years ago. Were you just like out that way, or you made a trip just to go um, to this bar? I was in. Maybe it was in. I was in Baltimore, and then I know I went to D.C. And I think it was somewhere around there. Damn. And I got to, I actually saw like the, the owner bartender that was on the show and everything. And yeah, <coughs> there was a skee ball machine, but I think the skee ball machine wasn't <coughs> working, if I remember. That's it, Frank? No, I'm good. Nah. Well, guess what? Now it's just the one. I mean, then I went up today. I went for the first time and went to fucking Yankee Candle, the Yankee Village in Massachusetts. You ever been there? Never been there. You ever been there, Frank? I mean, I've been uh, to a Yankee Candle store, it's, but it's apparently it's a big like yeah, New England huge. attraction. Yeah, it is huge. Yeah, huge. everybody goes there at Christmas time. They do up the whole fucking place, and like you walk in there, you see the building, and they come on off the road, and it's fucking enormous. And it's like all these fucking different rooms, and they all got different themes, and they're filled with all this different you know shit candles, but like Christmas shit and yeah. whatever. I've seen the billboards on the highway. <laughs> yeah, and it was pretty sick, bro. It was pretty sick, you know. And I was like, what? And in the one room, they had like a fucking little snow gimmick. <laughs> where like they turn on the machine and it makes it snow in the room. <laughs> really? And there's like Christmas trees all through this room. So you're really legitimately walking in a winter wonderland. Oh, that's it. That's it. <laughs> that's it. Liddy. Lit as hell. Just smoked out. And it starts snowing in this room I'm walking through. Is Santa Claus there? I see. Yo, Santa Claus was there. Oh, I was trying to get damn. Jazz to take the I picture. See. What up? I was, trying to get, I was trying to get, you know, the boss to take a picture, you know, with me. On Santa. When but you, the line was too big. Oh, man. You should have waited. There's a big line, how, bro. How long were you it talking? was pretty long. It was all kids, bro. Yeah, you can't do that. It's Santa. He's going to have a big <laughs> line. He's not, he's not Virgil. You know, I mean, you can't just walk up to the table. No. Yeah, it is, it is the SC, you know, Santa Claus. Yeah. Chris Kringle. Chris Kringle. Chris Kringle. So that was, I mean, that's, that's like what I've been up to since then. And you guys got anything, you know, impressive <laughs> that can top that? Man. No, man, I didn't go to the Christmas tree. Or <laughs> Yankee, <laughs> Yankee Candle, I was going to say the Christmas tree shop. <laughs> but, uh. <laughs> oh. No, I haven't shit. done anything holidays, but I've been watching my holiday movies. I've been watching my Christmas movies. Oh, Yo, you've been watching the Christmas movies? Yeah, nonstop. Oh, shit, dude. I mean, that's. that's We've watched so many Christmas movies in this house, too, since December has started. Uh-huh. It's ridiculous. And, and, like, it's a mix, too. Because You've been watching the throwbacks? We watch the throwbacks, the classics, and then we'll watch some new shit. But then she also likes the fucking Hallmark gimmicks. Yeah, I don't yeah. watch any of the Hallmark You don't gimmicks. watch any of the Hallmark? Dude, no. some of them are great. Dude. No, <laughs> some of them are great. I share uh, my Sling TV with a friend of mine and him and his wife. They just record every... Hallmark Christmas movie. I have to, to that's get, the to, get boss, to wrestling. Bro. I have to like skim through all these movies to no, find bro. my stuff. If you go through my DVR right now, this is what it looks like. No fucking lie. <laughs> the Flash, Supergirl, Mass Singer, Arrow, The Resident, The Good Doctor, AW Dynamite, Monday Night Raw, and then all of a sudden it's Christmas in Seattle. Sweet Christmas, <laughs> holiday gathering, back with his mother, <laughs> like all these crazy, and it's all Harmark under the under the mistletoe, under the mistletoe, <laughs> yeah, a winter wonderland, all the fucking Hallmark gimmicks, 
lined up. And there's probably like 16 of them on my DVR right now. Mm. Everyone that comes out, you just like record, 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 record. I'm like, oh, shit. Next thing you know, 98% of the DVR is full. <laughs> you can literally fill your DVR t- times like 100 yeah. during the... Twenty five days yeah. of Christmas. I like, I like, Every I like. There's channel. new shit too that I like. I like like office Christmas party. Like I like, I like funny shit like that, or like the night before. The night before is a classic, you know. I watch that every year since I saw it in theaters. Yeah, and it's just great. Fuck, have you seen Night Before? No, nah, man. Have you I, seen I'm Office a slacker Christmas? Slacker on movies. There's office one I, Christmas party is great. There's one I do want to see though. The one that was filmed, I think, locally, like a year ago, Christmas movie. The one I, like that's not that's a fucking you know who movie. It is a you know who movie. Is it a DG production? It's a DG production. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's a DG production. I think it was right here in like Middletown, Middletown Cromwell. They did it. Oh, the sky. I've heard about that movie. Which which wrestler was in this one that he? Had? I don't even know if there was. <laughs> and to be honest with you, there probably was though. There probably was. Who, wait, what the Christmas movie? Yeah, I think it was like Denise Richards, right? Charlie That's Sheen's right. old woman. Yeah. I think you're right. Yeah, dude. it was Denise Richards. Oh my yeah, god, Denise I Richards, think you're right. I forget the guy's name, but Frank, a little rumor told me you had a top five fucking Christmas movies. I do. You want to do a top five Christmas movie? I mean, we're on a topic right now. I mean, anybody who's got the master of the list. I think I got my list up. You think you got the list? I mean, if we're going to find out who's the top Christmas movies. Yeah, I got my list up. Fuck that. Let's fucking do this shit. Frank Knox Top 5. 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 That's right. We're finally back. It's been forever. Frank, what are the top five Christmas movies that everyone needs to watch? Number five. Number five is Home Alone. Number four. What we just talked about the night before. (laughs) Number three. I'm talking... None other than Jim Carrey's The Grinch. That's a good one. That's a good Number one. two. I gotta put my man, the elf. Elf with Will Ferrell at number two. And ho, ho, ho. You're Frank Knox. Top one Christmas movie. <laughs> it's none other. That's right, Scott. Great introduction. Because it's the Santa Claus with Tim Allen, baby. And I'm talking number one and number two because they're just so damn good. And it's one of my favorites. And everyone needs to go watch the Christmas movies. Oh, wow. <laughs> dude, I love the Santa Claus. Dude, Santa Claus 1 and 2 is One of my great. favorites, dude. Tim Allen. I mean, those are some of the best movies. Tim Allen, yeah. Yeah. I love the Santa Claus. I love that the Grinch was on there. The Grinch. The Jim, Jim Carrey version, of course. It has to be on there. Classic. And, and, and Elf's become Elf. a classic now, too. Yep. Elf's classic, too. And then Scott, Scott says he's got some shit from this weekend, too. Yeah, so, well, it was really more so. So I missed the Thanksgiving show, right? I, I wanted to call in for the smoked out session, but I was just busy as hell at work, right? I'm working retail. Oh, no. We got the sales. Go. The podcast started at 6 o'clock. The sales started at 6 o'clock. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like it started there. The, 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 the busyness was all day long Thursday. You think, oh, people be home preparing their meals. 
They don't even fucking have their meals ready. I got a guy at 4.30 in the afternoon asking if we got any turkey fryers. Bro, if you haven't figured out how you're going to cook your turkey by now, you ain't eating it today. Well, it happened. Well, maybe he thought he was going to get a deal on one because Christmas was over or Thanksgiving was over. Maybe he's cooking a ham in it. Maybe. True. Or maybe, you know, they get like the day after deals. But he was like, I'm just not going to win. turkey that bad, brothers. Banquet TV dinners in the freezer. (laughs) Right? Exactly. Hungry man. Hungry man. But uh, yeah, Black Friday was crazy. Um, We like sold out of TVs by the weekend. And not even just like the special Black Friday TVs. We sold a lot of like every TV we had. We had to take TVs, accept them from other stores that didn't want their TVs. Because we we literally had sold out of TVs. That's insane. Um, And then... uh, Worst part about it is, though, that night I get home. I worked like 10 a.m. to 1 a.m., right? Yeah. I get home, and I am just in terrible pain. I got a toothache. And it is, I just, I just, I'm so tired. All I want to do is sleep. I can't sleep. I'm in all this pain. So then, I finally, like. (laughs) This is long. Way longer than I expected. (laughs) The next day, I I go to work, right? And I tell my boss. to the point. He's working on it. I'm telling my boss about my tooth. I feel real bad because it's a busy day. And he's like, no. He's like, go get it taken care of. So I had to get all my wisdom tooth pulled out. So hopefully the Scott has not lost oh, no. his wrestling wisdom. Oh, no. <laughs> That's what he was trying so, to do. So I get my tooth pulled out. This guy. First of all, it's hard to find a place that's open on the Friday after Thanksgiving, let me tell you, while I'm in excruciating pain. All right. And then I get it taken out, whatever. I have all these gauze pads in my mouth. And they're telling me, oh, the blood will stop that night. Dude, it did not stop till 5 p.m. the next day. I was bleeding all night, swallowing my own blood. <laughs> you could have died. What the Dude. fuck? You could have choked. Exactly. That's why I kept waking up every 20 minutes. Oh, and my I, God. I yo. ran out of gauze pads that I had to go to my <laughs> local Walmart to pick up more gauze pads. In the mix of At all the Two chaos. in the morning, as I go out there, I have blood literally dripping down the side of my mouth as I'm, like, buying these gauze pads. Dude, it was crazy. Crazy. Let me tell you. <laughs> I thought we, man, I'm sorry that happened to you. And that's the yeah, thing, like that uh, sucks. I thought we were gonna get some like crazy Walmart stories on the holiday shopping. And the worst part <laughs> about it I is, I up for in my head. The worst part about it is, right? I want to get my Thanksgiving m- my meal in, and my plan was Friday. I was gonna go over to my brother's the day after Thanksgiving, have their leftovers. I can't eat shit because I got all this blood in my mouth, man. Oh my god! Well, Scott. the karma's a bitch. Sounds Scott. like you need a drink, that Scott. Story is karma's a bitch. You made That's fun a- of a man earlier that night for trying to buy a turkey fryer on Thanksgiving, and then you went <laughs> home and you lost a tooth, and you didn't get to eat a turkey for Thanksgiving. <laughs> so you should have made fun of that man. At oh Walmart. my god! <laughs> Yo, I didn't make fun of him then. I'm making fun of him now, though. Oh my god! This has got out of control. Out Yo, of we gotta control. take a break. We gotta take a break. I'm sorry. <laughs> we gotta take a smoke break. The Scots want. We're going to play some fucking peasy. When we come back, we're going to get into the news. And it's hey, going to be like... Out, niggas. <laughs> we the VIP. Slick money. Paper peasy. Shit looking like 4th of July. That's why we get wasted. We got them bitches on our dicks. Blood Podcast, baby. I say with a bottle, y'all know y'all boy. Take it straight to the hammy, get no
me get drunk. It's alright. Everybody in the club and we feel it get wasted. Bottles on deck and I feel it get wasted. VIP section, my niggas getting wasted. Yeah, we in the club and we feel it get wasted. We feel it get wasted. We feel it get wasted. Bottles on deck and we feel it get wasted. VIP section, my niggas getting wasted. Yeah, we getting wasted. Yeah, we getting wasted. Yeah, we getting wasted. That red me never chasing. Yeah, I'm so saucy, ain't no need to explain shit. VIP pack, cause my niggas came through. No matter what I'm drinking, son, I'm about to get through. So let a nigga through, I got some tables reserved. Bottles could be white, nigga, bottles could be brown. It don't even matter, be that shit going down. Take a few rounds, hold them bottles, get to poppin'. 20 minutes in the club, already got it poppin'. Bottles lit up like the 4th of July. My niggas so icy and I stay so fly. Yeah, I got breath, so the birds wanna fly. All they get for me is a shot of Syrah. So shut the club down whenever we step through. They don't even pack, they let us just go through. The certified shit, you fuckin' with pure winners. Everybody in the club and we feel it get wasted. Bottles on deck and I feel it get wasted. VIP section, my niggas getting wasted. Yeah, we in the club and we feel it get wasted. We feel it get wasted. We feel it get wasted. Bottles on deck and we feel it get wasted. VIP section, my niggas getting wasted. Yeah, we getting wasted. Yeah, we getting wasted. Great goose, that patrol. Six shots lined up in the gone. Break another out, we can get it on. Charlie Sheen got me up till the break of dawn. When it comes to the best and weekly news, we give it to you right here live on the 2B Blunt Newsroom. It is 2B Blunt. <laughs> we are back, 2B Blunt Podcast. We're here to bring you all the, the latest and the greatest of the news from this past week, baby. Man, I haven't done a new segment in a minute, so I really hope that I don't fucking trip up this whole damn shit. Phone lines are open, 860-384-7110. You want to call in, you want to get on the conversation, we absolutely encourage y'all to call in, or at least, you know, comment on the Facebook. If you're too much of a bitch to call in, comment on the Facebook. You already know. First headline of the week, gentlemen. Woman accused of shoplifting during, and I quote, shop. With a cop event. Wow. Shop with a cop event. Can you believe it? I, when I first saw the headlines, Scott, I made the same face you just made. Yeah. What exactly is a shop with a cop well, event? Basically, what that means is you walk into the store yeah. and a cop will help you shop. You know, if you're like, a, you know, if you're, you know, I don't know, it could be like if you're by yourself, if you're elderly and needy and need help, right. or you know, maybe a oh, single really? mother or single father with their kids, you know, whatever it might be. Yeah, or partially the blind cop or something. Will, yeah. yeah, a cop will help you shop through the store, right? So, 
And, and this is great because this is Walmart. So this lady was accused of trying to shoplift from, from Walmart with, you know, a police-sponsored event happening. So she wasn't actually one of the people utilizing the cop as, like, to shop with, with assistance? Or? That doesn't, they don't say. Now, that would be even funnier. Yeah, if that were the just, case, yeah, so, I'm not sure because the story didn't really word it that way. All it said was, and this woman, and by the way, her name is fucking great. It's it's Sunny Firestone. That is not. Wow, a, that sounds like an old, not a real name. old badass name. Sunny Firestone. Firestone. Sounds like a car or something. Sunny Firestone. <laughs> Dude, Sunny Firestone. That's got to be, that, be a porn star name. I mean, come on. Stripper, porn star. I don't know. Uh, dude, I, when I saw the name, I just almost... sounds like a badass chick to me. But I'm Sunny Firestone. <laughs> that's you know? right. That's a great gimmick name, right, Scott? <laughs> yeah, I'd probably take her last name. That's right. Accused of attempting <laughs> to leave Walmart in Uniontown, Pennsylvania with a cart full of merchandise. But there were cops everywhere, literally everywhere, standing outside the store in the store helping people shop. Like, And this lady tried to leave with merch. How much of a fucking dumbass are you? <laughs> well, we're on meth, man. You know, that's, <laughs> you meth, we're on it. <laughs> we're on like it. that meth, creme brulee. Yeah. Creme brulee, meth, we're on it. That was South Dakota, though. Yeah, South Dakota. The, the, the crisis is spread. You know, everyone's <laughs> desperate to get a cart full of groceries. It's devastating. Yeah, maybe. Devastating. Maybe she enjoyed shopping with the cops so much that she wanted to take a car ride with him. Well, I mean, that maybe be true. Yeah, maybe they needed a ride home. That's yeah, that's something Sunny Firestone, a Sunny Firestone would do. Like, I'm gonna get caught, so he has to give me a ride back. Then I'm gonna like, whatever. I'm just gonna f him and get out of this. <laughs> my name is Sunny Firestone. Sunny Firestone. I get away with anything. Right, yep. You know what my name is? God damn it! I can see a kind of promo on the cops. Maybe she had a thing for him. It was Christmas, and that was her way of expressing herself. Maybe so. Maybe so. But I, I thought that was like dumbass of the week type shit, you know. Moving on to the next dumbass, or maybe some people might think not. Some people find might find this as a, a method of expression. Controversial artist Lizzo, who has been on Instagram lately, slanging her shit all over the place, right? Just straight up pictures that are no clothes, just hands over the titties and fucking posing up. Lizzo is what I like to call a thick lady, you know? Okay. Right? So, everyone's been like, oh, great. Like, she's standing up for people who might not have, like, you She's know. on that bot, no body shame. Yeah, lady. right. Exactly. Yeah. You know, she, here's she the, the thing. She got banned for life from the Lakers arena. No, that's the Staples Center. That's oh. Staples Center is where the Lakers play. Yeah. Not the arena. They don't have right. an arena. Well, no, I know that, oh, right. but it's the arena where they play. It's pretty oh. much the state. Yeah, the, the I hear you say the Staples Center. The Staples Center. For, for sake, I'm not arguing. We're called the Staples Center. Man, no longer uh, you know allowed to attend any of the home games at the center because she mooned the crowd on the jumbotron on live TV by twerking in her thong. So she comes in, she's got a dress on, a black dress, and on her ass there's a circle cut out <laughs> from the back of the dress, and it's just hanging out, right. And there's a video of her online talking shit to some lady who is like, you know, talking shit to her backstage as she's walking through the halls of the Staples Center, too. And I seen that. And I was like, oh, shit. But so, like, here's the thing, though. Like, you got this. You got now, two ways to look at this. So they banned her because there's like kids and shit in the audience. Yeah. Now, she, she, she got underwear. She got a thong on. Or? She got a, like a thong, got a thong on. on. Yeah. Okay. She got a thong on. She was doing like her little performance, whatever, halftime. And she did like some twerk gimmick. And. Thank At you. the end of the day, she's a, such a major artist. 
So it's not going to matter to her, but like, what's your opinion on that? Like, should she have gotten banned for that? I don't know, but you're telling me right now the, the, the list of banned celebrities at the Staples Center is now Lizzo and Enzo Amore. Lizzo and Enzo. That's right. They're on the banned Staples Center Hall of Fame right now. Damn, I didn't even know that, dude. I didn't even know that. So then, next thing. And this is, this is, I want some opinions on this because I read this article that made me question life. All right. And if you, if you, I want to hear what the listeners are thinking too. Cause this is something, if you're in a relationship, that might strike you as, uh, surprising. So I see this article and the, the headline is farting makes you a healthy couple. All right. And right then and there, I was like, wait. Where's it gonna go? I think, I'm, I'm behind that right now. Wherever it goes, they're okay. saying if you felt the desire to let one rip in front of your partner, but decided to hold it in and maybe do a little like a silent but deadly slow leak, you know what I mean? You might be putting your relationship in jeopardy. Really? Yeah, that's what one study done on tooting in relationships proves. <laughs> and they, they call it tooting. I'm not that's gonna lie. It. Study confirms that farting in front of your partner leads to a stronger and healthier relationship. I agree. Why? Because if you can't fart in front of your partner, then what can you do in front of him? I mean, you got to yeah. go to the other room to pass natural <laughs> gas. I mean, how can you even be in a, trust- a natural you, gas? You can't even be in a trusting relationship if you can't pass gas together. I mean, no, I mean you said it, man. I, I mean, like, if you're with other people, then I guess you I get fart? silently. We all fart and shit and piss and puke. But if you don't yeah. have a, that relationship with that person where you just fart in front of each other and laugh about it after or whatever, like. Some people feel weird. Yeah, this is true. Well, the lady who came up with this I feel like study, females feel weird. The only time when it's be ju- like that. The yeah, only time when it's just the two of you though, are worried about it. You can't you can't fart during sex though. No. That's the only time you That's do a, a slip, slip, bro. Well, how about slip. after sex? Relationship guru Cynthia Powell, who by the way, female. Yeah. All right. Plays that couples who get over the initial embarrassment of breaking wind in front of each other early in the relationship are likely to stay together and have longer, healthier lives. That's right. And, like, I was mind-blown by this. Like, where do they come up with the conclusion of this? In our house, anything goes. No holds barred. You know? I, 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 don't, I don't, like, personally. I don't I, rip it. I don't I, care. You rip it. You're I'm a ripper. I'm a ripper. You're, yeah, you, Scott, you're not, you know, oh, I'll, I'll, I'll rip it whenever. But, but you would rip it anyways. Yeah. But what I'm trying to get to understand is, so, like, are there people out there that, like, dedicate their, they, they owe <laughs> their healthy relationship to whatever, like, fart counselor that they fucking have. <laughs> like, I don't know. Who, who decided to do this study in the first place? Like, that's the most amazing part of this. This is America. That's right. This <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, call in. Let me know if you're in a relationship. I want to know. I want to know what the listeners think. Do you guys fart in the same room? Are you a ripper or you're not? You oh, yeah. wanted it to. That's know? right. Ripper or a loose? quitter? Yep. Are you a ripper or are you a quitter? That's right. I like that, Scott. Call in 8603-47110. I want to know if you're a ripper or a quitter. We have to make that into a t-shirt or something. <laughs> We've got to put the post on the Facebook. i got to find out before you get into the show. Put it on the poll. Ripper or quitter. Ripper or quitter. <laughs> and lastly, one of the most amazing things that I've read today, you know, during the news, the world's first magic mushroom nasal spray is here. Now, Frank knows I'm a fan of the microdose. You know? We, we've the micro doses, you know, have really is really pr- proven to be beneficial. So the world's first, and I can never say this fucking word. Well, whatever that I wish fucking my boy PJ was here because he knows how to say it. But just the word for the drug and the and, uh, and the shrooms. Now I got. I feel like an idiot now. 
I can't fucking remember. <laughs> Fuck. Oh, really? <laughs> hey, you can't say it either, can you? It's that strain of the week. Scott, what do you think it is? Silosipin? Silobin. Silobin? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> We're in trouble. Silosibin? Silosibin? Psychorlin? It's P S I L O C Y B I N. If you're, right, Scott, if you want to use that in a sentence, please. If you want to call in and tell us how to pronounce that, feel free. I know my boy PJ was listening. He would know I the know, answer. I could look it up, but I got my phone on other things. I can't. I don't know. I don't know. Either way, so they made a nasal spray made out of the stuff. It's the drug that makes you, you know, get you all fucked up that they use inside of the shrooms, right? So, welcome to the future. Or as I like to call it, the shroom boom, Scott. This is it. This is what's happening. A sport-to-door psychedelic therapy company out of Oregon called Silo Wellness is behind the latest innovation in psychedelics consumption. They're doing all these studies, which I was like, oh, this is fucking great. The vertically integrated company claims that its nasal spray users see the benefit of the... Scott? Psychosyphon. Psilocybin, silo. Anyways, they claim that the drug gives you a faster time. Because usually when you ingest it, it's got to go through your stomach and your liver. Okay. It takes longer for you end up. Usually it takes like a half hour or so before you even get the effects. Plus, you usually end up nauseous if you take it that way. A lot of people get sick, right? But delivering it through the nose, right? Right through the membrane. And you are not only is a faster onset, you know, but at the same time, you don't get sick. Okay. And this is not meant to trip you out. It's meant to be a specific microdose at a 0.01 or 0.1 gram, right? It's just a little bit. And it's supposed to aid with like PTSD, uh, anxiety, among a bunch of other stuff. And I was like, oh shit, that's pretty sick. Psilocybin. 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 So I was close. Yeah, psilocybin or psilocybin. Damn, that's the iPad for you. (laughs) Fucking iPads. So now we get to the news. Why don't we get into a little sports this week? Oh, we got sports. That's right. We're going to bring in a new sports right here with Frank Knox. I hope you all ready. Break out your sheets. Get your spreadsheets out. We're about to get deep into it with Frank Knox. When it comes to sports, there's only one man for the job. The best analysis in the game right here from the 2B Blood Newsroom. It's Frank Knox. Frank Knox. Easy. Thank you very much. <laughs> so, man, I want to start off with the biggest news I think we could all share this week at the 2B Blunt Universe is the MLB is no longer going to be testing for marijuana. What? This, yeah. No, across the board, no longer in the minors or major leagues. They're Shut going to be testing for marijuana. Got to be a lot of happy players about that. You know, they're, they're more concerned about the opioids and the cocaine, which is a... Uh, This led up because of a player, Tyler Skaggs, who died this year earlier on the road from an overdose in his hotel room. That's right. I heard about that. Yeah. So this stemmed directly from that. So they're not looking for the pot in MLB, man. You know, how long until all the other organizations kick in the NFL, you know, things like that. Yeah, the NFL, they're still far ways away. The NBA, the guys still do it. They're not as strict. But um, I don't know. It's a step in the right direction. One of the major sports are going uh Weed friendly. That's huge. That's huge. And, yeah, man. The piggyback off of that, the biggest fish in the MLB free agency, 
this upcoming offseason, Garrett Cole has just signed a nine-year, $324 million deal to play for the New York Yankees. Wow. Huge. huge. That is huge numbers. The guy had a stellar year, though, also. Also, yeah, he's had a great year. I mean, he's, you know, 94-52 lifetime, three ERA. But the problem is the nine-year deal is a little worrisome. That's long for a pitcher. That is long, and um, that's a lot of that's it's a lot, lot of money. money. It's about thirty, what thirty six million dollars a year, which will place him at the second highest played player in baseball this Holy coming year. Holy shit, dude! Yeah, huge news. I mean, great for Yankees Nation, of course. Me being yeah. a Yankees fan, happy about the deal, concerned about the length, but let's go Yankees and man. You know, big week in NFL coming up. The playoffs are right around the corner. Oh, yeah. Tonight we got the start of the NFL week with Lamar Jackson hosting the New York Jets, Scott's team. Oh, the that's right. The NFL. Lamar yeah. Jackson, he's going to make history tonight, guys. He's 22 yards behind Michael Vick's season, uh, single-season rushing title, Ooh. rushing record. And he, at 1039. That's he's huge. only 22 yards behind. I mean, this kid is the front runner so, for MVP. Tonight's going to so, be the night. He's, he's going to break it. Yeah. He's going to break it. Against the Jets, he's definitely going to break it. Against the Jets, man. You know, and uh, Frank Knox, he wants to bring you everything fair and square. So he's going to give you a couple tips on who he thinks is going to win this week with the points. Okay, here we go. So we're going to start off with Monday night. I'm going to take the Colts getting nine and a half in New Orleans. The Colts get nine and a half right there in New I'm Orleans. I'm going to take the nine and a half points. I think the Saints are going to win by seven, maybe four. 24, 21, 27, 20, something like that. All right. The Saints are going to win, but not by nine and a half points. That's a lot, yeah. The Colts have a great defense. They're contenders in the AFC, and they're going to play a tough game. Then I have the Rams over the Cowboys in Dallas giving – Two points away. I mean, no, not giving. I'm sorry, getting two points. Okay, okay. I'm already out. I'll tell you that. And I'm taking the Rams. I mean, the Cowboys, they've been stinking it up. So that NFC is just going to keep looking miserable. Yeah, it's going to look miserable. And then I got my favorite game of the week, and I think PZ's going to have some interest in this game because it's the battle in Tennessee with the Texans. Taking on the Titans. That's big. First place on the line. You know, they're playing each other twice coming up in the last three weeks. This is an important game at home for Tennessee. We need to take that W. And I'm taking the Titans, even though they're given three points. What? Titans! (laughs) Not a lot of people like the Titans, Scott, but I do. Much like people don't like the Jets. You know. And to round it up, my last game is going to be the Broncos- at the Chiefs. The Broncos are getting 10 points. The Broncos beat up the Texans last week, who yeah. just came off beating up Tom Brady and the New England Patriots. Yep. Drew Locke looked good. John Elway might keep his job one more year. Maybe the Broncos <laughs> could turn it around. We'll see. We'll find out. But, I mean, this is a huge week, not only in in football, the NFL games, but fantasy football because oh, it's the boy. playoffs. I'm out of. I'm out. I Everyone didn't make it. Scrapped all year round, you know, trades, drafts, and that's it. We're down to the final weeks here. I'm out. Yeah, what do we got? Like four weeks left. We got two Three weeks. weeks left. Two weeks after two this weeks. week. No, including this week. Oh wow, yeah. this is it. It's coming to an end. You know, and I know there's people looking. You know, who should they start? Some maybe I could get a little guy on the waiver wire to get me some points. Well, let me tell you something. Frank Knox, 
is going into the playoffs who brought him there with Tom Brady all year long. All the way down. All the way down. But this week, Frank Knox is taking a shot, and he's taking a shot with the Tennessee Titans' new quarterback, Ryan Tannehill. That's right. Look at that. He's been on fire. Ryan Tannehill's been on fire the past three weeks. He earned that job. He's got a running back behind him. He's got some great young wide receivers and A.J. Brown, who you could maybe pick up on waivers. And I'm going all chips in Odell Beckham Jr. Okay. His back's against the wall. Everyone's saying he wants out. He wants out. He's only had two 100-yard games all year. One of them was because he caught a 90-yard pass that only was thrown in the air two yards. Yep. It was just an all-run. And I think it's his time to step up. You know, the Browns are pushing to make the playoffs. They're supposed to be their best player. He's done nothing all year. You got to start him. Dude, I mean, and, and, and listeners, if the listeners got fantasy questions, I mean, this is the time you call in. Ask Frank Knox, who should you start right here on the yeah, 2 podcast? Who should you start him, you know? Everyone yeah. wants to know. It's a tough call, man. Phone number's right on the screen. Call in, 860-347-110. And finally, rounding it up, it's going to be Raheem Mostart from San Francisco. He's had a monster game against the Ravens, a monster game against the Saints. And he's available in a ton of leagues. I know I just picked him up for my playoff push. Yeah. They made you know? fun of me last week because I was out, but I still like was making moves on Did my roster. Did you pick up Raheem Mostart from the Mostart from the Niners? I don't know. I don't think so. He's had two monster games, man. But they were just making fun of me because I played even though I was out already. <laughs> so they're like, why is this dude making changes to his team? I love a guy like that, man, because it makes it competitive. Yeah. You know? But I'm done. Like, there's nothing I can do now. Yeah, who, I'm in know? a loser pool. Yeah, but maybe you'll win that loser pool. And then what? <laughs> and then you'll just have, you know. Yeah, that's what I mean. I that's it, how I felt. You know? <laughs> they're making fun of me, bro. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, so I think I, you know, Ryan Tannehill. That's it. Titans looked great. Titans look great. They're 8-8 eight and eight every year, but I think this is the year it may change. I hope so. You know, if I was putting my money on them, I'm putting my money on the Titans this weekend. That's big money for me, bro. I'd love to hear that. That's my team. You know that. Yeah. I, we've, ever since they fucking started uh, Ryan Tannehill, it's been a whole new game for us. Whole new game. Whole new game. And I, that guy got a lot of slack for the problems that have and always will be the Miami Dolphins. It wasn't his fault. Yeah. And now he's got a job in Tennessee, and he's proved he's a he could play at an elite level, and he has been. I wish like something would happen like that for my team. Yeah, but, me, yeah too. <laughs> me too. Me too. The Jets suck. <laughs> you know? The Giants suck. Oh my God! Well, let's get into our new segment: sports with Frank Knox, man. I mean, this is huge. That, was, we're, it. that was it. Let's get into our next segment: no selling with the Scott. You know who's ready to get no sold right here? Two people on podcast. And now, bringing you the best and worst of pro wrestling today, the smartest mark in the building, he is the Scott. Praise, that's right. <laughs> that's my line, goddammit. I know, I know, I'm stealing the praise, but you know what? You gotta take the best, right? So this is no selling with the Scott. This is what we're gonna talk about, the good and bad in wrestling. We're gonna talk about what's a hit and what's... The shits. Oh, the shits. So first thing we're going to talk about. First thing we're going to talk about this week, though, and I'm going to consider it a hit. 
And that's the Rollins heel turn. And why is it a hit? Because WWE is actually listening to the fans. Everybody's booing Rollins, so might as well have him be the bad guy, right? So we have like a potential, I guess, Shield 3.0 going on right now with him and AOP, right? Cause Absolutely. In, in Rollins' career, he's always had to align himself with people, right? He's, he's had the Shield. He's had the Authority. The J&J Shield, Security. The, yeah, J&J Security, which was a Shield 2.0. Now you have potentially the Shield 3.0, right? With AOP. So... Kudos to WWE for actually listening to the fans for once because they never did it with Reigns, they never did it with Cena, but they're doing it with Rollins. All right, um, and and out of this we see Kevin Owens. He's able to become a anti-hero babyface out of this uh, at the top level, right? Uh, which he deserves. AOP will definitely get a major push out of this. Absolutely, which they need desperately. Right, I and ultimately, I think I see AOP facing Viking Raiders. I think that'll be a great match, great feud when that eventually happens. And then one other thing I could see out of this is eventually I could see maybe the OC becoming baby faces and the OC feuding with AOP and Seth Rollins. So really? that's my first hit. Now I got to go to what's the shits. All right. Oh, boy. That's so, your only hit you no, have? No, I got more. I'm going to go back and forth. All I got to try to balance right. it out here. All but right. For what's the shits, I want to talk about these new titles. Okay. Terrible. For, first one, not absolutely horrendous but the new intercontinental title it's all right but i mean i grew up on that classic that's intercontinental such, such title a huge piece of wrestling history it, that it though, is man. and it was so classic and now they've gone that's, ahead and changed it okay I, I hate it and then after that we also have the the new blue universal title okay i get it it's blue because it's on smackdown so why not have it red anymore that's not the big deal to me the, the absolute shits is this fiend world heavyweight title that looks like some third grader made it in an art class. Okay? Oh, no. And do you see the going price for the replica on WWE Shop? No. Oh, you you, you haven't? You really haven't? Like, no. If you look, go, I, I challenge any listener, go, go look up on the website right now, okay, the replica after taxes and shipping, although I think maybe they waive the shipping charges, which is fine if you're willing to pay this. Are you ready? Yes. 7000 That's with three zeros. $7,000 for a piece of shit title that looks terrible. All it is is like leather straps with the Fiend's face on it. It's ridiculous. <laughs> I remember maybe wow. 15 years ago. or that's, four, a, that's disgrace. That is disgraceful. <laughs> we, we, everybody was shitting on the spinner title. Oh, world championship titles can't spin. Okay, that thing <laughs> looks amazing compared to this Fiend title, okay? The Fiend title is the shits. It's what we're getting at. Absolute shits. The Fiend title is the shits. And so is the asking price. I couldn't believe that, you know? $7,000 is shit. But there's marks that'll pay for it. And it ain't me. I'll tell you that. You were one of the marks that added it to his cart to see how much it would cost. <laughs> no, that's not, that's, that's not so true. true. That's not true. I didn't want to take We don't call him marks here. We call him Scots. You know right. this. Scots. So anyway, back to the hits, right? Next hit I got is that, surprisingly enough, WWE actually released talent this week. And I don't know if it's because maybe because, uh, you know, business is a little bit down for them. But they actually granted people that have been asking for their release. So kudos to them for letting it happen. But now Luke Harper, Sin Cara, and The Ascension have all been released from WWE. They're free to do whatever they want. I think there's probably a 90-day no-compete clause in there. But 
it's great for the talent because they can do what they truly want to do. So I ask you guys, though, where do you think you're going to see these people end up? AEW. I mean, all of them? No. Harper, probably. Harper. No, I, I guarantee you someone's going Impact. You think Impact? They've so, been picking up some players. So, and yeah. Sin Cara, even though they release Sin Cara, it doesn't mean they have to get rid of Sin He's just going to end up in AAA, bro. Let's be honest. Yeah, I mean, he'll go to AAA, but WWE still owns the rights to Sin Cara. So, if they want another Sin Cara, they can get another Sin Cara. That's true. They could just throw another person on the mask. They've already done it once. But so they, they specifically said that they yeah, like they released Sin Cara. Any dude that right, is they not, his real name. Any dude that <laughs> is not WWE contracted is pretty much free to like do whatever they want anyways they do all the major indie shows this is true so i I thought i was going to see the end of that when AEW came around but still all these like house of glories and uh new still have these these dudes right so and i I think the ascension will probably end up in AEW. they had always had a good relationship they were like on-screen partners with stardust and wwe so i totally see them trying to get into that tag team division over there in AEW. but um it's great to see. We'll just have to wait and, and, and see about that. So next thing. Now we got to talk about the shits again. So <laughs> I want to talk about if you watched Raw this week. Nope. <laughs> I, don't, I don't blame you one bit. But nope. during this segment, uh, Kevin Owens is in the ring. I think he's calling out AOP, waiting for somebody to come out, wait, waiting for them to come out. Who comes out? Sami Zayn, who is a SmackDown superstar. And I said, good God almighty. You know, is this is this the is this the wild card rule? Is this the wild card rule all over again? Like, why is Sami Zayn on Raw? He's using some bullshit, saying he's 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 trying for his applying for his managerial license. Okay, and what what did we get out of it? He first of all, the draft was for a reason. Okay, separate the brand, separate the networks, right? And then Zayn does a crossover. All right, and what did he do? What did he do? He got Mojo Raleigh more TV time. Okay. <laughs> Really? That's the like. What was the fucking point of that? Get Wait, the fuck he out wrestled of here. Mojo Riley. No, he brought. He's you like, said Riley. He's he's yeah. Mojo, Mojo Riley. Riley. He's he's managing, I guess, Mojo Riley because Kevin Owens like kind of bullied him backstage or something, and Sami Zayn came out and said it wasn't right. Made no sense to me. Um, they need to make sure that they separate the brands until the shakeup again, and then you can have people cross over again. But I mean, come on, if you're gonna have a draft, like stick to the fucking draft. That's it. All right, I agree. Next thing that what's a hit. A little controversial, but I'm going to talk about it. And it's the fact that Jordan Miles is quitting wrestling, okay? I'm not here to argue about his WWE exit, okay? Oh, boy. It's not my place. But for the amount of negativity that this guy has put on, he doesn't have thick skin. He doesn't even fucking belong in the wrestling business. So, you know what? Like, the old slogan used to be, get the F out, get out, okay? So, whatever. I'm just going to move on to the shits now. Anyway. (laughs) So... The next thing I have for the shits, okay, is AEW's latest advertisements. I love it. Have you guys seen these ads? Which ones? The ones on uh, the on the TNT running? They were they were running and they were running quotes from magazines or quotes from like talk uh, about how they shit on NXT. Oh yeah, it said AEW really? trounces NXT. Yeah, every time they beat him in the ratings, they would put like a different headline on the screen. So, which is funny because today the ratings were were a tie that came out from last night. But for for AEW to use that, if you're trying to separate yourself from NXT, why why even acknowledge them? Why are you doing that? So. Uh, I don't know. The, the quotes just run me the wrong way that they did that. Anyway, back to what's a hit, right? Let's talk about <laughs> Hall of Fame. Going into the WWE Hall of Fame in 2020, let's I've talk about the Animal Batista. 
He's going. Yeah. Batista's on fire right now. He's going in the Hall of Fame. He better have that pyro entrance. He's got a date with Dana Brooke lined up. I mean, oh. the guy's on fire. Big Dave is dipping himself back into the diva swimming pool. That's right. All right. But talking about the Hall of Fame, now I got to talk about what's the shits. And it's that the NWO is going in. Now, does the NWO deserve to be in? Absolutely. But if it's if it's not just Hogan, Hall, and Nash, the original three, then you got to do everybody. Yeah, I agree. All right. I agree. I want, you got to have Scott Norton, Buff Bagwell, VK Wall Street, Dennis Rodman. You got to have them all in there. Absolutely. But it's Hogan, Hall, Nash, and, and then X-Pac. six. Yeah. Or X-Pac, yeah. But six, well, six, six right? Yeah. You're gonna have six in there before Again? the giant. He was just inducted before the, exactly. He's the first first ever two year back to back recipient. I know him and Triple H are buddies. You know they've sh- they've shared you know China uh-huh. together with each other. Wow, wow, wow! And I don't know if Triple H feels like he owes him something because of that, but whatever. I, I mean, come on. I mean, really, six <laughs> before the giant. That's what's the shits. All That's right? what's the shits. And this is no selling with the Scott. <laughs> no selling with the Scott. Well, you know what comes after no selling with the Scott, don't you? I guess you might as well try to stump the Scott. Wow. Right here. Wow. To Be Blunt Podcast. He's Get ready. He's fired up. Call in 860-347-110. Let's see if we can stump the Scott. He's the smartest. You don't have any brains. I'm from Hollywood. I have the brains. He's unstoppable. Nobody in the whole world can beat me one-on-one right now. It's the hottest game show around. It's Stump the Scott. And now, your host, Bud Griffin. Hi, everybody. <laughs> Bud Griffin here, and we're here to play Stump the Scott. Scott's been on a winning streak. Of sorts for the past few weeks. We're going to see this week if the Scott can keep up the streak. Is he the next Goldberg? Or is he the next Hugh Morris? Oh my God. So am I a hitter of the shits, is what you're saying? That's right. Hitter of the shits. Right here on the 2B Blunt Podcast. We're going to get right into question number one from your host, Bud Griffin. Scott, are you ready to play Stump the Scott? ready scott question number one for you in the first ever wwe draft who was the first overall pick 30 seconds on the clock your time starts now all right so first draft would have been 2002 uh believe it was march 25th 2002 if i'm not mistaken wow and the first overall draft pick it went to smackdown vince mcmahon called his name and that would be none other than the rock that's right scott Question number one in the books. The Scott's already starting off hot. Frank Knox, are you ready to try to stump the Scott? Yes, sir. Let's get in the question number two. We're going to have Frank Knox try to stump the Scott. And remember, if you want to call in and try to stump the Scott yourself, 860-3847-110. Scott, who did Randy Orton face in his in-ring debut? 30 seconds on the clock. Your time starts now. All right. Pardon me wants to say Hardcore Holly, but that might have been his first loss or his first actual feud. First comes to mind, I'm thinking Hardcore Holly. I'm thinking Landstorm. 
I mean, we're talking 2002 SmackDown here. Um, 15 seconds on the clock. This might be the time Scott gets dumped. I'm, I'm, I feel like I'm going to... I'm going to... I think it's one of those two names, though. I'm going to go with Lance Storm. Scott, you are correct. Damn, let's go! Oh, wow! <laughs> Scott, two questions straight. Are you ready for question number three? Oh, hell yeah. All right. We're here to play Stump the Scott, so let's see if we can stop him. So far, he's two for two. Amazing. And right now, we're going to try to stop the Scott. Scott, who was the first WWE superstar to capture the Money in the Bank briefcase two WrestleManias in a row? 30 seconds on the clock. Time starts now. All right. So the first person to do it two times in a row, he did it at WrestleMania 24 and WrestleMania 25. And that would be none other than CM Punk. Scott's three for three. He's on fire. Double guns out. The man can't be stopped. Frank Knox. Here comes question number four. We're going to see if Frank can try to stop you. He came close at number two, Scott. And I think maybe this is the one. I think it's time for Frank Knox to stop. Wait a second. We got a caller? Wait a second. Wait a goddamn second. 2B Blood Podcast. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Jordan Hamden, Connecticut. Jordan from Hamden, Connecticut. Are you calling in to try to stump the Scott? I am calling in to try to stump the Scott. Correct. This is my coworker. Here we go. Wrong. I'm never gonna hear the end of it. We got our first caller calling in to try to stump the Scott. Scott, are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. I hope Jordan's ready because it's time to play stump the Scott. Go ahead, Jordan. Ask your question. My question is: In 2004, the Royal Rumble. Chris Benoit took out who to win the Royal Rumble. 30 seconds on the clock. Your time starts now. All right. So the last person that he eliminated to win that Royal Rumble, and Chris Benoit went in as the number one entrant, he eliminated none other than the Big Show. Ah. <laughs> Does that mean he's correct? Yeah. I can tell this yeah. voice. Yep. Yeah. Ah, this is you are impressive today. Four four four. Jordan, thanks three for, for calling three. in. Three for three. What do you uh, mean? Scott, right. you got me this time, Scott. That's right. Four for four, Frank. No, three for three. Four for four. That was number four. I asked number three. One, two, three, and then caller. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. Right. That's and right. now this is the yeah. final question right here on stuff. Don't worry, I'm keeping it together, Scott. We're you good. It. You got it. Frank's gonna try to attempt to stump you the last time. Are you ready for question number five? I'll take that as a no sell. (laughs) Stop the Scott. Scott, real simple (laughs) question here. All right. And what year did John Cena lose his first match at Survivor Series? 30 seconds on the clock. Your time starts now. All right. What year did he lose his first Survivor Series match? So 2002, I don't think he was part of Survivor Series. 2003, he was, but he won. He was Survivors with Chris Benoit. 2004... I want to say he got like eliminated by DQ or disqualification, so that's probably going to end up being my answer. 2005, he beat Kurt Angle. 2006, 
he also won 2007. He was injured. Um, 2008 beat Jericho. I, I, I got to, based on time here, I got to go with 2004. Scott, unfortunately, you will not be going undefeated this week. Oh, no. The correct answer, Scott, is actually the one you ruled out first, 2012. Which he lost to CM Punk in a triple threat match with Ryback. With Ryback, but okay, I'm gonna try to fact check this. 2004. He was seven and zero before then. Okay. Well, you know what? It doesn't even matter because the dance guy you won today. All right, that's right. Scott's a winner. He went four out of five questions. Not stop. The man's been on fire. No dunce cap for Scott. No dunce cap for the Scott. The Scott. I mean, you are chucking. Is he really? Yeah. Oh, come on, Scott. You don't believe it? I mean, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. I just know he... I thought he came out and then somehow, like, got disqualified or eliminated. I remember him, like, I think, like, with Carlito and Carlito's bodyguard, Jesus, having to leave the arena or something. But, you know, I don't... I, we'll, 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 okay, go on with the show. I'll, <laughs> okay, I'll let's take a quick smoke there. break and when we come back... We'll have the answer to this question. That's right. We're going to shoot the shit a little bit. We're going to get into our next parody track we did for this week, which is uh, amazing. And uh, from there, shit's about to get crazy. We're going to light this blood back up, and when we come back, we're going to be lit to be blood podcast right here. Checking and found no evidence to prove that I was incorrect. Wait, for real? 
Well, yeah, he's probably going yeah, I haven't really found it yet. I, his team, he was on Team Guerrero. Team Scott, Guerrero Scott, did win. No, no, Scott, it's over. He did chase out Carlito, though. I do, I do remember that part. We're about to light this blood up. At least we know that that's all settled, you know? Well, 4-1, you still won. All right, no, you got it. He was a survivor with Guerrero and Big Show. Listen, man, I look these questions up. It's not like it's my brain against yours. Let the audience let it be known. We look these questions up. <laughs> this is true. We do. We have a like an honest thing here. We're like, we'll go through and we find these questions. This is legit stuff, Scott. This is legit stuff. We're high as fuck too with my podcast. You already know. Getting to the end of the show here. Yo, I was online, right? And there's like there's like a bunch of stupid shit that I've seen. But there's like you ever just come across these things that make you blow your mind online? Like I'll come across some shit. Like the squatty potty? Like the squatty right. <laughs> kind of like the squatty potty, exactly, bro. But like, I found this study they did. I gotta rip this first. Hold on. You're really doing a you're, you're a fan of the studies these days. Yeah, dude. Listen, this study finds the average person will spend the equivalent of 43 days in their lifetime struggling to open troublesome containers. <laughs> Wow. Yo. Is the pickle jars number one on that list? <laughs> For 43 days? The fuck are you people wearing mittens? <laughs> you know? 43 days? That makes no sense. Yo, 43 days. I couldn't even make this shit up. The average person? Average person. So, 43 days trying to open some, like a troublesome either container or package. Are they just doing the average of every person, including like the, the 70 and 80 year olds? Like grannies and stuff that can't still. I mean, yeah. I mean, I, I guess so I guess sense. much of it probably that adds up later so in sense. your life. Yeah. But man, when uh, you know when you have your calling and then God's there with His list and how many days you spent doing this, how many days you spent doing this, forty three days spent opening containers. No, listen, <laughs> I, dude, that's not even the weirdest shit I've seen. Listen, I'm a fan of the show Silicon Valley. It just ended. I'm really Me upset too. about this. I haven't finished it. Yet. You haven't seen the ending. I'm not going to spoil nothing for you. All right. But the newest startup in Silicon Valley, they have a new policy they're doing. I read where they fucking literally, it's called the fucking shoeless office policy. Where these people can go into work and they, they literally will be asked to take their shoes off before they go into the office. Yeah, dead ass, bro. Right? They want to go right back into it. Is that done because they don't want to dirty the carpets or the. They're saying it's done because whoever's running the company grew up in households with no shoe policies. I mean, it's all these when, rich fuckers. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> when you go to people's house, you got to ask them, oh, you need, I need to take my shoes off. But now you got to go to work and take your shoes off. Dude, I'm saying. <laughs> That's what That's I mean. That's cool. You wear slippers to work. Yeah, everything. you can cut right. Everybody can keep a pair of work slippers. PZ wears Crocs to work, kick them bitches off every day. Got I would wear Crocs to work every day if I could. <laughs> you know? Every fucking day. And then I heard this other bullshit, bro. That Americans will spend nearly $30,000 on snacks throughout their entire life. <laughs> now, that number seems a little low. <laughs> Listen, I was thinking the same thing. Yeah, I mean, if you're... If you're Maybe uh, I'm just a little chunky, but that number seems a little low. Well, I mean... If you're, if you're a weed guy, if you're a to-be-blunt listener... That's what I mean, I mean right? You, like, if you're a plug, like, if you're high as fuck that. like we are right now... Yeah, but 
I don't know. I think everyone considers snack or what's what's considered a snack these days. I don't so. know, man. Like a bag of Doritos that people are trying to open with mittens. That's why it takes them forty three days. <laughs> what if you just roll through the spot and we're just like, uh, yo, there's something you get like one taco. Is that a? I would consider that a snack. Yo, next week I'm gonna wear a, a, some mittens and open them in a box of a, a box of Cheez Its and see, time me for it. See how, see how long it. you should do it. No, I think we should do that next week. <laughs> I'm going to have Scott. I got mittens here. You could use. Tune in next week if you want to see the Scott with mittens try to open a bag of Cheez-Its. <laughs> Dude, that's going to be it. It's going to be a huge episode next week. It's going to no, be fucking I want, huge. I want to open up one of those. You got to rip open up top and then use your fingertips to open it up. Can we make like a, a photo or whatever? Seals? Next you know week. Zip seals? Do a graphic of me with mittens. We'll have to get a couple <laughs> bags of snacks because I think you're going to get through the regular bag pretty easily. <laughs> I think you're absolutely right, Frank. It's true. So, you would need. You yeah. want to make this fun? You know, we'll get the zip seals. We'll get the regular bags. <laughs> the zip seals. You know, maybe you could try to open our weed for us. Yo, with mittens with on. With mittens on. You know, whatever. Whatever. And then I spill it everywhere, and then yeah. I'm never allowed on the show again. It's a great <laughs> idea, actually. You we know? gotta have a couple of variations of bags for you. Okay, I agree. Right? I agree. I agree. And that's shooting the shit with Peasy. Goddamn it! That's what we do out here. You know, so before we end the show, you know, I, I had to, you know, I'm real high. This is the point of the show where I'm ready to fucking laugh my ass off. We did another parody for the show. We've been, we've been on a roll, right? First, it was fucking, you know, smoking the loudest. That's right. And then we had uh, Bug, Bug Guy. 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 <sighs> this week, another production by the weird Sal Dankovic Productions, the production room. Can't wait for wow. this. Wow. Is this a solo, a solo performance? Absolutely not. Wow, the boss was too good for me not to use her. Again. Wow, this is great, man! We're she so killed the whole it. Dankovich family. Is that's, like, that's right, the whole Dankovich family. So we remixed the song. I don't know if you guys are familiar with the Jonas Brothers. Oh yeah, I know those guys. So I heard this song called "Only Human," and when I heard it, immediately in my head, I already knew what I wanted to do. Right, the light bulb went off. The light bulb went off. So I'm going to play you a song that we remixed called "Only Natural." It's a parody, but it's Jonas Brothers song, and I think you guys are gonna love it. So tune in right here, Two B One Podcast, Peasy and the Boss. <laughs> <laughs> Only Dude, natural. Dankoviches. It's just, just you know. Here's the Dankovich. Just 
would you fight? You know that I'm right, it's just how I feel Oh baby, you can't fool me Your body says you're so high, so stop This is Ty Shine, and you're listening to How to Be Blunt with PZ. This is Ty Shine, and you're listening to a new episode of How to Be Blunt with PZ. This is Ty Shine, and you're listening to To Be Blunt with PZ. How in the fuck would you listen to anything else? Woo! That's right! Another banger in the books! That was great, dude. That was fire. That was so good. That was fucking fire. Peasy and the boss, baby. Fucking only natural. Yo, by the time we're done, we're gonna have fucking make a Christmas album. God damn it. <laughs> I told I told the you boss should. we should do a Christmas album. Dankovich Productions. Dank, we're Dankovich Productions. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, a Dankovich Christmas. <laughs> Yo. Oh, oh we tree. Wow. Oh, we tree. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, 2B Blood Podcast. It's been a hell of a show. Make sure you follow us on IG, Twitter, Facebook, at 2B Blood Podcast with the number two. You already know, 2BBloodPodcast.com, also with the number two. Uh, subscribe, review, like our shit, hit us up. Let us know what you want to hear for the next maybe, uh, you know, the, that's the uh, parody song. Maybe you want to have a question for the Frank on who you should start. For your fantasy team, hit us up hit on us Facebook. Up. Call us next week. We'll answer it live on air. From PZ, Frank Knox, and the Scott. We'll see you next week. 2B Blood Podcast. Peace.